Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of That's Rad, a podcast presented by the Littleton Food Co-op. My name is Anastasia and I am your wonderful, fabulous, well-dressed host. I know you can't see me, but just trust me on that one. I am super excited to come back with another mini-sode in our FBOTD mini-series. In case you forgot, FBOTD stands for Fun Beverage of the Day. It's an idea we established in episode 23, aptly titled the FBOTD. The Fun Beverage of the Day is meant to be a bright spot in your day, produced by whatever drink could be considered fun to you, and it's different for everyone. It really doesn't have any other purpose. It's not really for like hydration, it's not necessarily for caffeine or immunity or anything else that you're purposely taking a drink for. It's just a drink to be had to make the day a little funner. Simple as that. And these mini-sode episodes are a dedicated place to talk about these beverages that accompany the great food you get at the Littleton Food Co-op. They're a little shorter, a little less scripted, but all the same great content, just in liquid form. (laughs) I hate that even before it fully came out. So help me think of a catchphrase, please. Um, but anyways, <laughs> as you might be already able to tell from the great track this is going on, uh, today's gonna be a solo episode, which is kind of fun. I don't do those super often, and we're gonna talk about vibes. So, I want to talk about what our fall and winter drink vibes are gonna be when and how we're exactly supposed to transition between seasonal drinks, judging the drinks of others, and we're going to talk about drinks to improve your mood, including a drink from a beverage company called Vibes, that's Vibes with a Y, that I picked up right here at the Littleson Food Co-op. So if that all sounds like it's going to quench your podcast thirst another thing I'm trying out let me know then let's keep going and let's get into it see how it goes so before we really get into this I just need to say that like I am so silly or delusional could be a better choice term. I was thinking about this episode and how I want it to be. And then I was thinking about how can drinks affect mood. And I was like, yeah, this is a really good time to talk about this since a lot of people experience a big mood shift as we go from summer to fall. And then I'm like, girl, it's 
literally November. Like, it is November right now when I came up with this, and it is November right now when I'm recording this, and hopefully November when you're listening to this. But I'm like, it's November. I'm out here in my mind still claiming that it's late summer or like it's early fall and I'm like no girl it's November we are in full fall territory by like every definition of the word and maybe honestly even like early winter in northern New Hampshire especially But I'm like, oh, yeah, we could talk about this because summer is ending. And no. (laughs) So now that I think, I think I got it cemented in my brain that it is fall right now. Let's talk about seasonal vibes. What are they? I think fall has the most cemented flavor palette And has the most recognizable FBOTD of all time. But the question remains, are we gonna go the traditional route? Are we gonna go traditional, kind of expected FBOTD of the pumpkin spice latte? I think sometimes people forget that there are other options. Like, they just literally forget because this one has taken up such a big segment of the market and is kind of like the original FBOTD. Because another part of it, I think people abandon fall beverages as soon as Halloween is over because they only think of the pumpkin spice latte. But especially with these other options in the mix, I really think the fall beverage season goes until at least Thanksgiving. Like, Thanksgiving is kind of my end of fall. Certainly, it has to do with the weather and what the weather is giving. But especially where we're going right now, where it's November and I thought it was still summer, like, Thanksgiving seems like a kind of a good end point. So, what else can we drink for fall besides pumpkin spice latte? First of all, Number one in my mind, caramel. Anything caramel. Caramel, caramel. Anyways, however you say it, the caramel flavor, in my opinion, is great as a fall beverage flavor. Honestly, it might be the color. Like, the color might have a big thing to do with it, you know? Neutrals for fall. It's rich enough to not really fit with summer, But not heavy enough to go full winter mode. Like, it can still be light. And I think that's why it stays in that fall mix. Another thing is cinnamon. I know you're gonna gonna judge me so much. But today was the first time I put cinnamon in my iced coffee. Oh my god. I know I'm like 8 million years late to the game, but this was like an earth-shattering discovery for me. Because honestly, cinnamon by itself was kind of never something I was super into. But when I was able to control the amount, it added so much 
flavor and dimension total win now i'm like reevaluating all of my stances on cinnamon in other things and other drinks like is there cinnamon tea i don't know if it, that's a thing or not but i think that would be a good fall beverage too something that slept on so much in the fall is apple cider especially iced apple cider Want to take it up like a billion notches? Apple cider slushy. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. I think coffee just took over fall. It just makes us forget about all the non-coffee beverages and only think in terms of flavors. And I kind of find myself doing that too. Like I wasn't really thinking of beverages. I was more thinking of flavors. But apple cider is so refreshing as an iced beverage. Like, so good. So crisp. You can also have it hot. Bam! And it's really different as a hot beverage. It's really pretty different than any other hot beverage you would have. She's in her own league. Maple. Maple also. We did a feature on maple last year with Mount Cabot Maple. Shout out Morgan. We talked about how sometimes we pigeonhole maple to be only in the fall. But it's like there's a reason for that. There's a reason it's labeled fall. Could I tell you that reason scientifically? No. But it just makes sense, you know? And going beyond like the how do I say this the flavor itself like I use fall as an excuse to use maple syrup as a sweetener to things I otherwise wouldn't use it for there's this company that I believe is called Northeast Kingdom Beverages and they make these bottled lemonade and a bottled iced tea that are both sweetened with maple And they just, they're great any time of year, but they just, like, hit different in the fall. Even if you can't taste the really subtle mapleness behind the lemonade and the iced tea, and I think there's a half and half, best of both worlds, just something about knowing that it's there and knowing that you're drinking it in the fall feels, makes it, it tastes like a win. Tastes like a win. And it, it's a way to make those very traditional quote-unquote summer beverages make them fall and make their relevance last a little longer it's the equivalent of like maple syrup as a sweetener in a summer beverage it's like putting tights under a skirt we're transitioning the wardrobe the beverages from summer to fall And I don't know what the winter equivalent would be. But let's talk about these transitions. At what point do we switch to these quote-unquote winter beverages? Is it a slow switch? Like one flavor at a time? Like one new drink a week? Or is it like, bam, immediate overhaul of your entire life and your entire drink palette on a set date? Like kitchen? Like how does it work? Is Is it based on weather? Or is it calendar date? I don't know. 
So I said I kind of think of Thanksgiving as a good transition date because also it's like the final celebration and it's the final kind of very fall thing you do. So it's like you don't want to go full winter and then have to reel it back in for Thanksgiving and then go back to winter. So if you just keep fall up to Thanksgiving, at least then it's like a final celebration, a final hoorah to fall and you can it's closure. Who doesn't love closure? But I want to know like what everyone else does because again, like I said, I love fall. And I don't, since I don't drink, like, coffee or anything that often, I don't have a lot of, like, hard seasonal boundaries. And my flavors and my drink choices are pretty, pretty set throughout the year. So I'm a little more fluid when it comes to these, like, transitions. But I want to know what other people do. Let's talk about drink judgment. I thought fall would be the perfect time to talk about judgment and stigma around FBOTDs because the signature drink of fall also carries the most judgment with it. People love to hate on the pumpkin spice latte more than anything else, like not in the world because that's like a little much. There's a lot of hate in the world, but more than any other beverage. And if you think about it, it's so ridiculous. There's no other beverage or flavor that attracts more controversy. Like maybe dairy milk as a whole, but that's it. And like, so normal circumstances, if there's ever a drink that you didn't like, what would you do? You'd be like, oh, I don't like this. And move on with your life. But the pumpkin spice latte moves people to no end. There are hundreds, if not like millions of social media posts, blogs, videos, like professional news segments about cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, clove. Like that is pumpkin spice. I don't think that a drink has been studied more and it's spices like why are we getting so crazy about spices I'm sure some of it has to do with the people's dislike of the beverage itself but there are all these labels that get applied to the beverage and then applied to the people who drink it and I think sexism is certainly at play here And there's capitalism and classism. But what it boils down to, like what this is, is one person judging another person for what's in their cup. And it's not okay no matter what the drink is and no matter what the situation is. Like, why does it matter what another person is drinking? It literally has no effect on your life. It literally does not matter. The whole idea behind the FBOTD is that it's fun and it should be implied that that is an individual choice and an individual opinion. If it's not for you, if you don't like it, if you don't like the label that comes with it or whatever, then it's not your FBOTD. But the label shouldn't stop you 
from enjoying something that you want to enjoy and getting joy out of a little part of your day through this beverage because you don't want to be labeled as something. And that's that. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. So even though I was way off with my idea of what time of year it is, my thoughts about this time of year still hold true. Moving closer to winter means that we're getting the colder temperatures, that heavy precipitation, the nights that start at like 3 p.m. And what this means is it's a lot easier for anyone to slip into those slumpy moods that I call them. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that everyone during this time of year can come up with at least a time or two that they really need that FBOTD to come through to lift their spirits up and make them in a better mood. Like they are like this drink better fix all of my problems. I personally find that that can actually work for me. Maybe not all of my problems, but I can really be affected mood wise for the better if I choose a good drink. So I wanted to share some drinks that really make me happy when I need to be. These are the drinks that I break out when I'm having, you know, a less than stellar day and I want to try to turn it around. Or sometimes it's when I'm in a really good space and I'm like, I want to celebrate this and keep it going. So number one beverage I think of when I think of this category, it's ironically a hot beverage, but don't come for me, but it's the Celestial Seasonings Raspberry Zinger Tea. Absolutely could not tell you why, other than the fact that it's really good. A part of it is nostalgia, definitely. I'm not a huge fan of traditional teas. I like the teas that are, I don't want to say artificial, but, you know, they're the fruit-based ones or they're the, they're the teas that can taste like other teas or taste like juice. And I think that all tea on some level is comforting. So you make it that really rich, flavorful tea, throw some nostalgia in there. It's a done seal deal. It's the Celestial Seasonings Raspberry Zinger Tea. Kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum... A new kombucha always makes me smile because it means I'm likely going to get to try it with friends. One of my friends at work, Mark, really stays on top of the kombucha trends. And whenever there's a new one in, he is on top of it to try it and wants to share it with me. So we've created like this little ritual where one comes in, one of us will buy it and the other runs to go get a sample cup We get a few minutes in our day that we get to spend together trying something new at the same time and talking about a shared interest. We do like a little review. And that's really what an FBOTD is all about. And it just, it makes me really happy. So that's why New Kombucha is also on the list of my mood boosters. Okay, and now I'm super excited to try another pick from the Littleton Food Co-op beverage aisle. 
that is specifically meant to be a mood booster. So Vibes, which is spelled V-Y-B-E-S, is a beverage and supplement company that questions how the foods and beverages we consume influence our mind and body. They're mainly known for their CBD-infused beverages, but what we have at the co-op, because we can't have the CBD ones for legal reasons, um, we have their adaptogenic elixirs. So adaptogens are plant derivatives that help you adapt to stress naturally. Um, So these beverages, these (laughs) elixirs, if you will, have ashwagandha, which is for mood stabilization, uh, L-theanine for a calm mind, and rhodiola for alertness. Don't don't come for me on any of those pronunciations, though. Um, and those are what I think is so interesting is like all of those things, all of those adaptogens, are things that could be found in pill form or whatever form in the wellness department too. So it's like you're still getting the same benefits, but in huh, a much more fun way. Like, it's not very fun to take pills, but it's fun to sip your little fun beverage, right? So today, right in front of me, I have the Watermelon Lime Vibes. So cute bottle. I already know I'm going to save this bottle and think I'm going to use it for something. I probably won't, but I'm going to save it for the rest of my life anyways. And yeah, I think it's really interesting that it's caffeine-free, which I kind of like because I've talked about before how a lot of times I use caffeine to be my mood booster. Like it just, I feel better when I've had some caffeine in me. So I think it's interesting that this doesn't rely on caffeine for that. Hopefully it will be a good mood booster when you don't want to have the caffeine. So I've never had this before. Like literally, okay, so another thing to know, it's not a screw top. I had to use the bottle opener in the cafe. Um, So it's not super mobile unless you carry around a bottle opener or equivalent. So here we go. Interesting. Okay, this is going to sound so weird. It tastes like strawberry to me. It's good. It's got like the same consistency as a kombucha, but without the vinegar. Like there's absolutely no vinegary taste in it, but like the mouthfeel, if you will, is very similar to a kombucha. And it doesn't taste, like, healthy at all. Like, the, the, the adaptogens and the vitamins and all of that, like, they, it's not like it tastes like grass or anything. Like, it's just, it's nice because they're hidden and it tastes good, but you still get all the benefits. Um, so yeah, I would give this, let me give it one more sip. I would give it, like, like a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10 without having waited to see 
if it holds true and that I feel like my mood is enhanced. But taste alone, 7 out of 10. So then, yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. That's all I have to say. I say, like, I didn't just talk for however long that was to myself, by myself. But thank you for listening to a solo episode. Uh, I'm glad you stuck with me through my initial seasonal confusion. And I really do want to know how y'all decide when and how to shift from fall to winter. And like to add another thing, is it always the same? Do you always do it the same way? Or does it change every year? I also want to hear if you have a special beverage or two that uh, make you especially happy. And, and if you do, crack one open for me right now. Actually, hold on. Don't have it right now. Wait one second because I want you to know and I want you to go to uh, whatever platform you're on after you listen to this episode and become a subscriber to That's Rad. Since you're already there, you might as well leave a rating and review. You know. Oh, since you're already on your computer too, you can also reach out to Littleton Co-op on social media, see where we're up to, uh, send a DM with any answers to any of my questions I posted on this episode. But yeah... So, I guess this is until next time. Remember to drink your fun beverage, sleep, and be rad. Rad is a production of the Littleton Food Co-op. Anastasia Marr directs and hosts. Jesse Smith and Annie Stewart produce. Becky Colpitz provides unrelenting positivity and moral support. The Littleton Food Co-op is Littleton, New Hampshire's community-owned grocery store. We put our money where your mouth wants to be. Local farms, of course. No membership is required to shop here. Come check us out sometime just off exit 41 at 43 Bethlehem Road in Littleton. Or if you're online, check us out at littletoncoop.com.